Hotel. I'm Rishika Barwa. Have you ever been asked or have you asked yourself how many drinks is too many drinks? Well, it's a, it's time perhaps to ask yourself that question because doctors and studies now show that weekend binge drinking may actually be worse than regular drinking. This is a story that concerns a lot of people and we're going to talk about weekend binge drinking and whether it's actually killing you softly on we the people tonight so what does the world health organization have to say about binge drinking the world health organization says that there is indeed no safe limit of alcohol that has been defined alcohol induced liver failure cases are on the rise and 50% of cancer cases that we see are caused by alcohol consumption and this is essentially uh, you know alcohol consumption that isn't responsible so irresponsible drinking is linked with seven types of cancer and has been classified as a group 1 carcinogen alcohol also causes around 3 million global deaths every year that have been documented by the world health organization but specifically what really is binge drinking well studies suggest that five drinks or more for men is counted as binging four drinks or more for women is counted as binging and weekend binge drinking may actually be worse than consuming a small measured quantity of alcohol on a daily basis this weekend binge drinking is more common typically in the younger age group of 18 to 34 more common in men than it is in women and it has now been linked with episodes of blackouts accidents overdoses it can cause long lasting problems like high blood pressure also linked with stomach infection and is now being further linked with very serious risks like sudden liver failure seizures or heart attacks and increased of course with several psychological and mental health issues increased partner crime criminal behavior homicides and suicides i want to clarify at the very outset that on we the people tonight we are not talking about alcohol consumption per se but looking specifically at binge drinking versus daily drinking what's better what's worse what really should be the protocol if at all there can be one well joining us uh, on the broadcast we have dr arvinder singh soen he's the chairman of the medanta institute of liver transplantation and regenerative medicine uh, he is in fact a pioneer liver transplant surgeon and a padma awardee as well we have dr saurabh mehrotra associate director division of mental health joining us from medanta uh, we will be joined by amit basantani he's a liver transplant survivor a patient who had a liver failure after an episode of binge drinking on a cruise he's going to join us on the show to share his story we'll also be joined by ranjan dhar ceo of shafa home in this oldest and largest treatment center for drug and alcohol de addiction and rehabilitation and dr sunil agar chairperson of the national institute of health and family welfare ministry of health and family welfare government of india also a member of the lancet commission and advisor to icmr and who thank you all very much for being with us thank dr soen i want to begin by asking you because we've essentially picked up this story on we the people tonight after a tweet that you put out earlier this week where you talked about encountering patients who have come to you with sudden liver failure that you believe has been induced as a result of binge drinking and you went on to say that you're only going to be able to save two of those lives tell us more Prishika thanks for having me uh yes last monday i think it was we actually had the uh, uh odd misfortune of admitting five patients to the liver icu with uh, alcohol induced liver failure 
And uh, three of them were too far gone, and two of them seem to be salvageable with a transplant. Actually, one of them is going to have a transplant in a couple of days from now, and the other one's getting ready to have it in a few days. We already lost two of the others, and one is fighting for his life. So this was pretty shocking. And uh, the disturbing thing was that all of them had had alcohol binging in the previous four weeks prior to presentation to the hospital. So I thought this this is something worth uh, informing the public about. And that's why I tweeted to say that alcohol binging can actually be much, much more harmful than, than anyone imagines. So um, that's where this whole thing came from. And, and unfortunately, we've had a, a spurt of uh, alcohol-induced liver failure in the last three or four years. Um, not necessarily linked to the pandemic. Many people say mm. that people were at home and Dr. drinking Sohan, away. Sorry to interrupt you, but are these patients, uh, you know, what's the typical age group? And also, do they have any prior history of, you know, liver disease and something that's, you know, perhaps got aggravated because of an episode of binge drinking? Or is this purely because of binge drinking? So we have both guys. Uh, we have people who basically had just episodes of binge drinking and an occasional uh, uh, alcohol uh, drink taken socially otherwise. Uh, but we also have people who've been regular drinkers and they left and they've taken to binge drinking. And then finally, we have people who may be obese, who may be diabetic right. and who may be uh, what we call confounders, which means that they have multiple causes of uh, liver damage. I want to go across to Amit Basantani. He's a liver transplant survivor. He's joining us from Mumbai. And Amit, at the very outset, I want to thank you for coming on We the People tonight to share your story. Uh, what happened with you? First of all, good evening. And uh, I would thank Dr. Swain for granting me with Second Life. Um, I would thank his team for all the good things happened to me after transplant. So thank you, Dr. once again. So my experience with binge drinking was uh, I started drinking at the age of 33 and uh, by I was a uh, casual drinker I was not drinking regularly maybe on parties or with some friends monthly or fortnightly but uh, the, the chapter of binge drinking started when I went on a vacation I went on a cruise vacation for five days. There, I opted for an unlimited drinks package. And that was my biggest mistake of life, which I regret till today. It was a biggest mistake, which I cannot reverse it, but it was one of the very bad mistakes I made. What happened? I was consuming more alcohol like 10 to 15 drinks a day for 5 days and when I came back I was diagnosed with severe jaundice and first, at first we thought it will get corrected by observation and small dietary changes but my condition worsened day by day and eventually I became so weak so frail and after four months, I suddenly uh, I went into a pre-comatic condition where I forgot the name of things. I couldn't remember my brother's name. A small chapter of that happened. Right. So I was immediately admitted to hospital. 
not drinking through the course of the week. Does that mindset in a certain sense need to change? Uh, thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, most of us actually believe that having a couple of drinks over the weekend or more than that or binging over the weekend is not so much of a problem. So that needs to be busted. That's a myth. We, we now realize that binge drinking is actually a huge, huge problem. We are seeing it more so in the younger generation, 15 to 44 years, uh, you know, of age group. It starts, it starts pretty early. And uh, it's used for various reasons. Uh, for example, evening parties, vacations. Uh, people see it as an outlet for stress, anxiety, depression. So people going through, you know, difficult phases in life believe that having alcohol, you know, relaxes them. Uh, it helps them overcome their stress, anxiety, makes them sleep better. So this is, this is how people, uh, you know, get into this uh, binge drinking. Of course, people want to uh, achieve a high, so instant high, that's what uh, they believe. So all of these factors contribute to, you know, binging and binging increasing over a period of time. Uh, you know, if I can just come to you, Mr. Dhar, at this point, because, you know, you work in, in alcohol and drug addiction. Can you, for certain, point towards trends? Because, like I said, the conversation tonight is not generic about alcohol addiction. It is very specific to binge drinking. Uh, what are you witnessing? Uh, thanks a lot for having me. Uh, see, uh, the the basic idea is about uh, the, you know, the socially getting uh, acceptable. That's the biggest problem. Mm -hmm. Those parties which we are talking about and then the weekend parties we are talking about, it's only because... Uh, alcohol is uh, socially becoming acceptable. Then when you come to binge drinking, people don't know how to, you know, handle their drinks or how much they want to take. So it goes on and on and on. The quantity keeps on increasing. As the quantity keeps on increasing, the problems in your day-to-day -day life start, um, uh, you know. And then the problem is not only with the medical part of it. Hmm. I, I don't know why we are always talking about the medical side of it. Yes, medical side is a big problem, but there, it's a medico, psycho, social, and spiritual problem. Or the four, uh, four major parts of an individual right. are affected, are affected, and then uh, the problem becomes complex. You don't know which part you are taking care of. Suppose I see people, I have had people who had a, a transplant. They come back to us and get treated again because, right. uh, you know, they are on the verge of death. Uh, uh, the poor wife or somebody from the family has given up the, uh, I mean, uh, the, the donor has given them the part of their liver, but they don't mm. care about it. Mm. For them, it's drinking becomes more important. Mm. So uh, the, uh, the, uh, the point I'm trying to make that the treatment is very important. It's not about, it's not about, uh, you know, uh, the supply part of it. Right. The more is for the demand part of it. So right. the demand has to be controlled because as long as it is socially acceptable, uh, but how are you going to control? I mean, I mean, there are, there are several questions that one can ask you, but I think it's important to just be aware of the ramifications. And I think, you know, that's where, Amit, your story is really important. And if I can come back to you at this moment, because, you know, you were narrating to me earlier how you know, it was almost miraculous how you managed to get a liver transplant in the middle of the COVID lockdown when airports were not open. You made your way from Bombay to uh, to Delhi. You managed to get into a hospital, you know, with a negative COVID test and you got a transplant. But, you know, this is the question. Is there enough awareness 
do we know uh, the dangers of binge drinking? Has it, do, do we talk about it amongst peers or is it, you know, uh, let's say the unpopular conversation to have? Normally, people believe that having few drinks doesn't matter or regular drinkers will be affected by their diseases like liver failure. But to, I am the sitting example of this thing. The binge drinking really harms your liver badly. Right. So people should really avoid happy hours, unlimited drinks package. Normally, people are this is a, these are all marketing gimmicks. So you are you are forced to drink more, buy one get one free. Hmm. You should avoid getting trapped in this kind of uh, marketing by hotels, you know, especially. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it's very interesting that you say this because you know there's no there's no safe limit to alcohol that's that's been defined by any of the studies or even by the World Health Organization. The question, very simply, then, Doctor Soin, is is regular measured drinking, uh, and whatever you define measured as, is that better than binging? I think I'll be very clear and slightly unpopular at saying this. But no alcohol is actually good, right? Except, you know, the point is that if you say that people say that if you have a glass of wine every day or five days of the week and that's good for your heart and it vasodilates the vessels and all that, I mean, eight out of ten people will actually become habitual in drinking. So that See, is where the problem. I don't lies. think anybody is making a case for alcohol is good for you. But at the same time, uh, you Absolutely know, I think I, I think like uh, Dr. Sora put it. That it is mm. a way to, you know, sort of mentally take a break or, you know, go. It's it, it's also a social tool. It's also what you do among friends. It's it's to, you know, it's to give yourself a break, sleep better, etc. So, you know, if, so if that is the case and if we're not making an argument that, okay, uh, you know, this show is about telling you that if you drink, you're going to die. The question then, you know, I'm sure that viewers have is that is it safer perhaps to have two drinks every day or every other day as opposed to having five drinks over the weekend? So uh, you're not going to uh, have me say that any amount of drinking is good, whether it's okay. through the week regularly <laughs> or as as binge drinking. Uh, right. It's very clear that there, I have had people who had as little as six, seven, eight units a week for an unit is like, you know, two, one unit is one drink. Yes. Uh, six, seven, eight units a week for like five years, seven years, and they have bad liver disease. So, That's you right. know, it depends on the individual. Yes. And no amount of drinking can be recommended, to right. be honest. Right. You know, Rishika, you'll be so shocked if you read the replies to my tweet. There are 20 year old who sent a reply saying it must be bad water. It must be desi alcohol because I and my friends he said in the tweet, he said in the reply that he and his friends drink every weekend and they have like six shots, ten shots. So people, the youth youth of today are very misinformed. So, you know, this program is totally on the spot. You, you know, have to tell right. them this is a bad thing. Well, Dr. Sunila Garg, is there such a thing as good alcohol? I mean, you know, many say that the quality of the alcohol makes a difference. You know, like you said, uh, people associate disease with the quality of alcohol. Is that a fallacy or is that is there some truth to it? No, there is no truth to it. I am also with Dr. Arvinder Singh that there is something, you know, there is nothing known as good alcohol. We need to bring this thought to the youngsters because I feel that, you know, it is the peer pressure also which makes a very important thing. And somewhere there is a 
thinking that we are going out on a holiday we must drink kind of if we are meeting friends you know and then there is no limit to it kind of so you know it is not a harm reduction strategy and as you know has been pointed out earlier that we start initially as a social drinking then it ends up you know uh, over a uh, weekend as binge drinking or over a holiday so i feel it is very important that the message should be loud and clear that this is one of the important factors like tobacco which is contributing to the risk of non communicable diseases and particularly if we, i was to talk of diabetes hypertension stroke mm. or cancers so all these factors when you look at the risk factor behind that is you know two important risk factors and one of them is alcohol which we need to you know right. kind of focus on in a big way uh dr so in couple of quick questions that i want to ask you because like i said you know we've highlighted part of the problem on the show but i think it's really important to then answer some key questions so if we could just get that big question graphics up one of course does detox help no so no amount of lemon milk thistle artichoke okay herbal meds nothing is going to detox the liver in terms of the damage the alcohol has already caused okay so so really you need to stay away from it but i mean if this helps i'll give you some little advice one is of course that uh, you shouldn't drink rapidly over an empty stomach you know if you're going to have one or two drinks then it's best to eat something and then have one or two drinks you should not mix your drinks um those are the only two things and you should have enough water like who, non-alco- non-alcoholic liquids along okay. with it who who's at a, who's at a higher risk and what is it that social drinkers should be aware of in terms of you know pure physical symptoms people who are uh, who have tendency to fatty liver otherwise like or who have a liver disease because of viral hepatitis or who have diabetes bad lipids obesity who already know that they'll be uh, probably predisposed to having a fatty liver they should completely stay away from it right and you know like we said at the outset this is not just a a a problem that we need to talk about i think uh, you know ranjan dhar said that that this is we need to stop talking about alcohol in the in the medical sense so i have to ask you uh, uh, dr saurabh mehrotra what are the red lines as far as you are concerned you know what what do social drinkers need to be aware of where do you think you've sort of tipped a line and perhaps need to seek help okay uh, so to begin with i'd like to reiterate what everybody here is saying uh, alcohol is best avoided no no amount of alcohol is safe or for that matter beneficial to health okay. so that's that's the most important point now if people do drink socially they must be aware of what are the so called moderate level of drink, drinking which is not more than uh you know two drinks in a given day so they must be aware of the fact that the drinking has to be very limited right they must be aware of uh their own vulnerabilities now people do not realize their own vulnerabilities vulnerabilities could be in terms of physical vulnerabilities physical elements as dr soin just elaborated and vulnerabilities could also be psychological vulnerabilities so what we invariably see is that people have a history of social drinking over a period of years mm. where they still manage to control the intake of alcohol mm. but a stressful life event happens and all of a sudden the drinking skyrockets so there's a clear association between stressful life, uh, events life events and a spike and many of us are psychologically more vulnerable than others right what social drinkers also need to understand is that the body physiologically over a period of time develops tolerance 
So if you are drinking, uh, you know, if you're having a drink or two at best every day and you continue to do it, you will no longer have the same effects over a period of months or years. Right. So the body develops tolerance. And if you want to get the same kick, you will ultimately have to increase the consumption. And right. this is how it just spirals and goes out of control for most people. Well, I think you've put it, uh, you've put it really well. And, uh, you know, like I said at the very outset, this is perhaps an unpopular conversation to have, but one that absolutely must be had, especially after you've heard the stories that Amit has had to share, heard the stories that the doctors of the broadcast have had to share. I can't thank you all enough uh, for joining us in this really important conversation, a story we will continue to uh, track, a conversation that we will continue to have here on We The People. Good night and thanks for watching. Thank you.